0: Hi everybody! Welcome to No Story Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it and inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Alex. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, leave that in. Leave that in. That's what. No, no, uh, 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 <clears throat> I'm Alex, and I don't have a creative bone
1: in my body. Nope. No, sorry.
2: Whoa. Wow. Wow!
3: Dark call-out.
1: Alex is a true artist now. He's doubting his artistic talent.
0: Aww! Wait, no, that was sarcasm, guys. What?
3: (laughs) 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 Sounded too real, man. Too real! Uh. (laughs) I'm Kat, and I can't believe I didn't come up with this plot. As you will soon see.
1: I'm Brendan, and I'm relatively sure that I'm the only person in our family that's gone on a leisure cruise before. I mean, really... What is being in the Navy
0: but, uh, like, a 15-year or leisure or cruise?
1: In the Navy. I mean, if you have fun in with your the work, then every day is a cruise.
3: <laughs> uh, you, where you're stuck in one spot with people you don't like overheated and too much food? That sounds Wait. right. College?
1: <laughs> whoa
2: <laughs> Port of call,
1: uh, Bayou, New Jersey. Anyway,
2: I'm Pepin, uh, and I've eaten at a Margaritaville restaurant, which I feel has the same vibe as a cruise. <laughs> I think you're right.
3: Says someone without a cruise. me.
2: May- <laughs> I mean,
1: Margaritaville's a choice.
2: <laughs> it was right across the street from the convention center.
1: Ah, nice. Okay, all is forgiven. Thank you. <laughs> So what are we doing today, Al? <laughs>
2: Same thing we do every night, Pinky.
1: Try, try to, to take, take over, over the, world. the world.
2: I was going to be like, uh, try to take apart Brendan's
3: plots.
0: I mean. I
2: mean, we, we can do both. Yeah. yeah. Don't I limit mean, my <laughs> art.
0: I mean, Knight's still young. <laughs> <clears throat> today, we're talking about a original story idea by Bren, tentatively called Port of Fall.
1: Yeah, I had to go for the pun title, you guys.
2: Womp womp. I mean, but, if it's not a pun, what's the point?
1: What is the point? Pip, you taught me well.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
1: See, we had Rid of Attachment, and now we have Port of Fall. We're going for a full sibling cinematic universe. It's going to be great.
3: Yes. I mean, Ooh. that was always going to happen. Let's be honest with each other now.
1: It's the end game.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wachowski's got nothing on us. There's four <laughs> of us. Ah. Aha.
1: Ooh. Although, Kevin Faggy calls. Come on. <laughs> we're, we're available uh so yeah. available
3: come on guys yeah, yeah. i am yeah Hey, now.
1: so i i guess uh wow the the one-liner for this before we go into any kind of details is what happens when the apocalypse happens and you're on a cruise ship go I from mean, there magic
0: <laughs> i mean really it's a picking your poison kind of deal
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well so so I guess before we go into any of the story itself, uh, just to lay some some background here. A little while ago, I was having a conversation about uh, a quiet place too. Uh, yes, and I have not seen it yet.
4: But <laughs> wait, wait, but wait.
2: that's follow up hey. to the sentence. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. But here's the thing. Uh, I had. Some aspects of the story uh, revealed to me, uh, <laughs> namely that the aliens have a problem with huge bodies of water. Kat, can you verify this?
3: I can, in fact, because I, like a true fan, except not really, I, I have mixed feelings about this series, um, uh, uh, can verify that I did see the movie. And yes, the, the one of the big revelations, spoiler, is Aha. that as it turns out, uh, the aliens can't fucking swim! Uh, and they haven't seems developed to...
2: boats, I guess? Yeah. It seems very War of the Worlds. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> travel across the cosmos. Boats.
2: <laughs> well, so, I mean, they, they
3: don't get the concept of, like, I could get on a boat and travel elsewhere. So there turns out to be, like, some human communes that have not been fucking decimated because they're on an island.
0: So the aliens traveled across the universe and... They chose the water planet. <laughs> water <a> world. Because <laughs> that's what we are. We are a water world. We yeah.
3: are. Or we're yeah. only going to get a worse
1: one. Woo! Yeah. Dibs mm. on the gills. Ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so uh, silliness of these aliens aside.
4: Mm-hmm. That, that, that was a sparked, neat idea.
1: Yeah. That, that sparked the idea of like, okay, so we have humanity surviving because you know what? We're We're pesky like that. We're pesky little pests. We'll find ways to live.
4: We are and generalist
3: fuckers.
1: yeah, life uh, 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 finds a way.
3: It does. <laughs> <laughs> That's some meta humor, Alex, and I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> and so the the thought that occurred to my head is like, okay, what's th- what's something that you could have on the water that would conceivably have enough resources or just space? to sustain at least a small colony of people in this apocalypse situation and the thought that that's that's the good question now isn't it uh and and the thought that kind of came to my mind is what if you had like some very clever clever people on this ship uh because honestly we'd be telling a story of People that were like on the crew of the ship because those are the true heroes of the cruise industry. Come on. Yeah. Um, but they could maybe create some <laughs> clever light science it's, fiction solutions to these problems. Like one, yeah, it's a cruise slash convention oh, of, oh. of vertical farmers. That, that, <laughs> that was the thought is you could, uh, convert some of the decks of the ship to farming decks. I mean, heck, you could also maybe get, like, a supply of rice and then have, like, rice patties, potentially. I mean, I just want to see through the creative process here, and this would require, like, a whole lot of research on my part, so who knows Mm -hmm. if I'll ever do that, about how, like, farming in this situation would work. But you know what? If we could have a believable story about farming on Mars take place – Farming on a okay. cruise ship.
3: believable only if you don't talk to anybody who has ever farmed potatoes. The potato well, discourse is real, <laughs> and it's I'll important. Avoid,
1: I'll avoid potatoes. I'll find some other uh, starch <laughs> that works better. Somewhere uh, in the
3: distance, Ursula Vernon starts screaming.
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, so that was this, the, the scenario that was playing at my head of, yeah, I'd like to see like, a group of scrappy survivors uh, figure this shit out. And then – like any kind of plot noodling happens you start working backwards from that point and it's like okay Mm -hmm. how do we get into this mess in the first place we're Mm -hmm. not gonna have stupid aliens because that's never fun i think it wasn't fun in signs it's not fun in quiet place too let's have something else and that's where the thought of like Demon cicadas came from, or hell cicadas.
3: Now, now we all know about the demon cicadas, or cicadas from hell, as the case may be.
1: Uh, if you will.
4: <laughs> oh, God, <Hel-cadus.
3: laughs> Brendan, can you describe for the audience the monstrous scenario you came up with? The one who doesn't do horror. I'm sorry, that's technically Pippin. But oh, no, I don't again, do horror
1: either. <laughs>
3: all, oh, you don't do horror. Explain
1: to the audience the shit you
3: tried to put us through. Go on. So. I wanted to come up with an
1: apocalypse uh, that could force our characters to see and, and avoiding things like uh, biblical floods and all that, because, you know, meh. Uh, <laughs> and so- Technical term.
0: There's going to be one person on the uh, cruise who's going to uh, uh, think he,
1: he's the new Noah or uh, and or Jesus. Yeah. I mean, we could have that happen in Act 2. I mean, that's the fun and games section, Al. Uh,
2: <laughs> it's on the itinerary.
1: <laughs> so the thought that occurred to me is we want to have an excuse for why this hasn't happened before. And I wanted to have a like terrestrial-based threat. And Ooh. so if you've been paying attention to the news lately, people have been talking about cicadas there's swarms. Cicada, cicada. I
2: was, same I was <laughs> yeah. waiting for my opportunity.
4: Uh. Listen, this allows
3: us to tag Seth Myers in so that he Boom. knows he knows that we are going to be part of the zeitgeist when finally Cicada,
2: cicada hits Broadway. He knows it's a it's it's a cultural hit.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's a cultural touchstone. on he, it. He's got Nathan Lane.
2: <laughs> he's got <laughs> Steve Buscemi, isn't it? I think uh anyway no, that that's re- the point <laughs>
0: he really needs to get he really needs to get richard kind on the project well, oh that's so true, true. you know oh, that's man. the
3: get really oh my god guys we get richard kind <laughs> Boom.
1: Oh, there
3: you go and that's the tie-in that's the tie-in
4: okay, okay go we on.
1: got this so anyway uh and and so the thought then occurs like okay so what if you had cicadas but they've been burrowed in the ground for like thousands of years like an asteroid crashing in the earth Super long time ago, these demon bugs Hell yeah. crawled into the earth, or it could be completely mythological or whatever. It could be magic. It doesn't matter. The characters aren't going to find out all that information in the course of the story. We can have fun with it. it uh, could have just been an evolution. Could have been.
2: Ugh, evolution fucks us over every time.
1: <laughs> Climate change. Um, <laughs> but uh, the thought then is like, okay. What kind of nasty stuff could happen that would force an apocalypse to happen? And so, imagine these hells—was uh, uh, it—what what was it called, Al? Helcadas. Helcadas. uh come out from the ground, all around, and they sting. Yeah, they do. Fucking hate it. <laughs> Here's the thing. You get stung by one of these. You start having a real bad time real quick. We're talking hallucinations— psychosis frenzy and then eventual explodey death as you explode it like head explodes from like a whole bunch of larva all just spewing out from you
3: again i'm not the one who wrote this And Brendan is saying, oh, this isn't horror. This is body horror. Oh, yeah. This is alien body horror, my dude.
1: Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Now, Now, here's the thing, you know, just because I am squeamish when I come to watching horror doesn't mean I can't, like, imagine worse stuff. That's partly why I don't do horror is that I always imagine worse things in the shadows like hell cicadas stinging you for their reproductive cycle i mean
3: this is what makes good horror work man you gotta dredge the shit that makes you scared and put it on the page because if it makes you scared there's at least one other fucker who either they're like oh my god you got my thing or they're like well i didn't thought to be scared of that but now i
1: am now the next time you get stung by something
2: Mm-hmm. Are you gonna
1: explode with larva? You don't know.
2: You don't know. Fun fact: I was already afraid of bugs.
1: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> oh, by uh, the
3: way, let's 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 bookmark this right now. Uh, content warning:
2: bug talk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> bug
2: talk and body horror. Hashtag bug Talk. And bug body talk.
4: Horror.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, that that was the
1: mechanism that drives the apocalypse. And so you want to get the hell off land real quick the second you see somebody explode.
3: (laughs) Well, wait, how do they know that a boat is the answer?
1: Uh, I think my thing is that they don't initially. It's just getting the hell away from land and somebody going, hey, guys, let's get away from the insect swarm. You don't see insects out in the middle of the ocean. We're hijacking this boat
4: (laughs) or Uh, this ship.
2: Maybe I was reading uh, the brief, I guess, wrong, <laughs> but I assumed they were already at sea and the disaster happened. Um, yeah,
0: same. Maybe like well, a 28, day, 28 days later
1: kind of things, except it's on a cruise. We can noodle that. Um, <laughs> that th- there's some. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. I'm uh, sorry. The uh, have characters... you been watching?
3: Have you been watching Mythic Quest? Just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just, just, just idly curious. No, I, I have not. Why? No, 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 not you.
1: Brendan. What? No. Yes. Um, <laughs>
3: he keeps saying noodling. I'm just wondering.
1: Hey. 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 Go hey, on. Hey, go hey. on. You're gonna noodle this some more. I feel attacked. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs>
4: We're attacking you. Well,
1: uh, the reason. The reason why I think they would go back to the ship is that most of our POV characters are all crew members of said ship. So it's like mm. where all my stuff is. It's where I know shelter is. Mm-hmm. They're it's like some port town. They could be like maybe miami or some other similar hellscape um when when you think about like disasters and all that you try to like go to some known thing right Mm -hmm. uh just trying to make a human reaction and also then have people think like okay wait these are like helcadas (laughs) Helcadas. let's just let's (laughs) let's you know undock Go out to sea a little bit and see if this is just a swarm thing that's happening. It's like, it's almost like the reaction you do if there's like a bee swarm and you happen to have a pool nearby, right? You can't survive underwater for long, but you can have that boat go out to sea for a bit. And so they're just thinking, hey, we'll just ride this out. Spoilers, you can't ride it out because, holy shit, this is bad.
3: Okay, let me, let me, um... Yeah. Let me, let me noodle on your noodle. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Let me get some pasta out about this. Um... Get the colander out. There you Uh, go. uh, Fix that metaphor right up. I think that there are uh, some story things you could do here. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, obviously, that's why we're here. What? Um, (laughs) I would suggest focusing on either the, oh, shit, what's a way that we can spend five minutes not dying, which is the, they're on land. Now we have to go to the boat. Now we're on a boat. Now we're not dead.
4: Yeah. Do they have their
3: flippy floppies? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah flippy floppies are mandatory Pippin.
3: i mean frankly that's the only thing that keeps the cicadas away yes um. <laughs> they learned that
1: in act three <laughs> yeah. the second he put on regular shoes he died <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> or or you have the um the bulk of the story be okay we're on a fucking boat now we're on a fucking boat <laughs> um and the problems of being on a fucking boat when you've got essentially land sharks around you. Mm. Um, and then how do you deal with that and the interpersonal shit there? And you know, and that's a very—I'm gonna say—I'm gonna pull it out. I think that's a very Hamlet kind of problem where you have the inner problems versus the outer problems. Like Fortinbras is coming; those cicadas are coming. I'm now saying cicada almost unironically, and I'm really disappointed <laughs> in myself about it. Uh, hey, it's a the, Cicada,
1: Cicada. It's, yeah. it's a thing.
3: Uh, the cicadas, like, they're there. They're coming. But maybe there's actually some weird interpersonal shit happening that will kill you first.
1: I'll, I'll tell you, when I was doing my initial headspace on this, mm-hmm. my headspace was towards the ladder. Just because, Which one's latter? Ladder, uh, ladder the, later? Second later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, second <laughs> uh, Sorry. That's one
3: of my blind spots in terms of language.
1: Fair enough. Uh, well, because the th- the other thing that was also occurring to me like I-, I think the other headspace i was in when i was writing this was i watched a documentary about the diamond princess cruise ship and uh-huh. just the disconnect between the kind of rich passengers who were more or less just complaining about everything
3: uh-huh. versus
1: just how terrible it was for the crew yeah and honestly i can imagine some rich character being on this uh, fun cruise ride Complaining about everything, but then also assuming that everybody has to listen to them because, you know, they're not crew. And we've gone past that societal definition at this point, or at some point fairly early on in the story, but nobody's really caught up to that yet.
3: I I would like to throw out a book recommendation. Uh-huh. So this, in vibe-wise, reminds me a lot of... I don't know if you've seen this before, or read it rather, but it reminds me of a book called Sixteen Thirty Two by Eric Flint. Um it's a Bane book. I'm so sorry. It's a Bane oh. book. But and and, and like many Bane books, it does have um issues regarding things like well, there's racism, but it's positive racism. Um
4: <laughs>
3: oh. Um and and there's a, there's a lot of American exceptionalism. However, on the other hand, Eric Flint is very much a socialist and he's like not even afraid to talk about it uh, and a huge unionist. And and essentially in 1632, for reasons that are swept away in a paragraph, <laughs> um, a town in West, a mining town in West Virginia is um, scooped up uh, in a, sp- a sphere kind of way. So you get uh, the underlying uh, mine shit, too up to about five miles outside the uh, edge of town and switched wholesale with a portion of Germany in the year 1632.
1: I've heard of this, yeah.
3: And what's great is that there's a wedding going on. And the huh. wedding is between um, local boy and all of his family and, uh, I'm sorry, local girl and all her family and a boy she met in college on a football scholarship who is from a much wealthier family from up north. Whoa. Who is there at the wedding and not entirely pleased by it. And so you you also get like, you know, the various guests from the wedding. So you get a a a fairly decent uh mix of uh characters, not just West Virginians. Um and, and basically uh they, they sweep it away in minutes. Like you get the the night of the wedding. You get so you get the night of the wedding, you're getting like the reception, and then suddenly they're like, Huh, what was that noise? <laughs> Uh, and and like there's a paragraph being like ah oh, yeah aliens probably but nobody really knows about it oh well weird <laughs> yeah like there's much later somebody thought that maybe this is what happened but we really don't know because it's not the point of the story uh the point of the story is um again it's this inner and outer thing the inner problem of course is that they're you know in they have limited resources they're yep. they've got future shit but that stuff is going to eventually run out or or stop working or what have you. Uh, And replacements are not another (laughs) like several hundred years in the future. They have the issue of, uh, you know, you you have very different ideas of how to survive this situation. Uh, You know, you have the the very rich people um, who are the ones being like, hey, we should close all our fucking borders immediately. (laughs) Um, And then you have the uh, well, you have the head of the mining union, the the bride's brother, um, who's all like. IDK, man. <laughs> I think that maybe we should be like, ah, uh, guess what? America's a new country in Europe, and y'all are welcome to join us.
4: <laughs> ah.
3: uh, because uh, according to the librarian, librarians are an important character in this, Pip. What up? According to the school librarian, <laughs> the plague's coming in 20 years?
1: That's a concern.
3: And mm-hmm. um, also, and so, like, maybe we should teach other people to wash their hands now. <laughs> We've got time to that. do that, but closing our borders is going to help nobody. <laughs> and, and, and on top of that, so that's the inner problem, right? On top of that, you have the outer problem, which is that they are in Germany in 1632. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a huge fucking
2: war going on. <laughs> and how many of them speak German? <laughs> Not enough. Not enough.
4: <laughs> um, there's a
2: huge war going on
3: uh they uh, that is busily destroying the countryside that they happen to be in now with you know huge war atrocities and all sorts of random shit that's not particularly i from our perspective not a particularly well known set of wars so they're not even really entirely <laughs> sure what's going on <laughs> they're like wait what is this is this like what and, and so this book is essentially trying to solve these two uh, solve the outer problem by solving the inner problem so uh, and also has a bunch of and this is where the book actually this is where I have to recommend it. One, it's free from Bain's library. You can just get it online. Uh but two, so much of it is competence porn. It's like it's like that scene from Apollo 13 with the engineers.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Except a book length. Mm. And I'm sitting there being like, God damn it, there's there's so much racism, but at the same time, fuck. So and then like, I feel like that community meme. You know, like, well, I can excuse racism, but I can't excuse puppy killing. And it's like,
2: wait, what? Anyway. You can excuse racism. So, uh, two things, and let's see if I can remember both Sorry. of them. Uh, no, it's okay. You just had to explain the plot of a completely different book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pippin, that
3: was so delicately
2: bitchy. Thank you. You're welcome. So, if we won... If we focus on sort of the internal conflicts, that might help. Because I'm concerned of, uh, are we going to actually solve the apocalypse? Are they going to come up with a solution for that? But if we focus on the internal stuff, you don't really need to. You can solve that problem and the apocalypse is still happening outside. Which is what happened in 1632.
1: My inclination is... The apocalypse is going to keep on happening no matter what these people do because it's not going to be easily solved. It's mostly, you know, my thinking is that it's you wait out the storm. Eventually, the hell cicada, the uh, the hellcadas are done, and the larvae are all buried it, burrowed into the ground to terrorize humanity in a few hundred thousands, who knows how x amount of time, years. And then they can warn future generations, who knows, um, provided there's no world left. Because here's the thing, a mass incident like this, it doesn't have to last that long for things to be screwed.
2: Everything is different now. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Two. This might be slightly off track, uh, but I wonder about the actual practicalities of being on a boat for any significant amount of time like for instance how much fresh water is there food fresh water it's
3: a boat story you guys
1: well here's the thing those are all problems that i want our plucky protagonists to figure out and solve
3: i mean and i think that that's i i find that interesting as fuck
1: yeah because that's i think that's where the fun and games of the story can take place because then we can also have like daring supply run things happen where they have to brave the hellcatas because they need critical components to not die of starvation or dehydration on the boat
3: can i just i I just had a sudden vision of a scene for you Uh uh-huh which is um gathering everybody i don't are there like grand ballrooms in these fucking things yeah i feel like there have to be yeah okay yeah yeah so i feel like gathering as many of the people as you can in the grand ballroom right and not just passengers you gotta get the cr- like available crew right yeah. and of course they're gonna miss some people because you have to have working crew and that's gonna become an issue later don't worry but <laughs> we're talking about like anybody you can spare including like the random entertainers and stuff
1: yeah. oh yes i forgot to yeah. mention in my brief uh-huh. I totally want to have like the lounge lizard character, yeah, singer, and in my mind's <gasps> eye is like
2: stage magician. That too. Did you uh, know cruises have libraries and thus librarians?
1: There we go. Oh, Pip, you, you're a, you're a savior here. Uh, <laughs> I, I <laughs> was imagining like, I the, the, the the lounge performer being like b- being played by like Bruce Campbell, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> who happens to know how to shoot a shotgun for reasons. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> hey, listen, you work the. You work the lounge gig long enough, you learn some things. <laughs> He's very cagey about it. <laughs> it's a mob. It, 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 it's always been the mob. <laughs> well, yes, but we don't do that out loud. That's why he likes to be out at sea so often, Al. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does he
0: just have – did he just borrow a bit too much money from the mob, or was he uh former or mob hitman?
4: Ooh.
3: Oh. oh my God! That's pulling a Jimmy. Uh, was it Jimmy Carter, Not Carter. Wow. Nope. <laughs> uh, from from the greatest show on earth. Oh, uh, Jimmy. What's his head? Um, actor. Uh, he's he's disguised as a clown who never takes off his makeup because he's secretly an
2: abortionist. Oh yeah,
3: is that.
2: And, on, uh, and he's on the run. I, he wasn't an abortionist. He killed his wife. It was uh, euthanasia. I thought he was an abortionist. No, she was. At- Oh, I'm going to look it up. Uh, We've got to look this shit up now.
1: Anyway, uh, you were saying about uh, a grand ballroom scene where are getting everybody together.
2: So,
3: gets everybody together, and then you start having, like, the dueling... Like, so the captain starts saying something. Maybe the captain doesn't know shit. You know, maybe somebody else starts being able to actually conceptualize the issues at hand. You know? Yeah. Like, no, really, what... You know, yeah, there's these gigantic fucking bugs, but... You we have a more practical concern. Maybe it's like the sh- uh maybe it's the quartermaster. Do they have quartermasters? I don't know. You'd have to do research on that. But maybe it's yeah. the quartermaster being like, Hey
1: fuckos. <laughs> if we don't do something about our water, we're gonna run out of water in thirty days. <laughs> is, it, is anyone yeah.
0: here have does any is anyone here happen to be the uh the uh uh desalination expert? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's, that's to... where the
3: scene starts coming together because they start pulling out like uh, uh trying to figure out what everybody actually knows because you've got a huge bunch of people who know each other and then a whole bunch of strangers and yep. so it's that thing where you start trying to like what are oh it's like from the princess bride i'm pulling every movie out here it's like from the princess bride where it's like well what are our um you know what's the problem what are our assets OK. And then what are our negatives? Hmm. Um, I pull that out. That's the that's Wesley talking about like how to invade the castle. Um, and I use that as an example to engineering students of how you should design a fucking project. But anyway. <laughs> um, So, yeah, they're trying to figure out the assets. So I'm imagining like people like writing on shit like they they end up writing on the walls or something. I don't know. Just trying to take down notes so that people can see what we can do and then dividing and conquering from there. And then, of course, people get put into groups that maybe they don't want to be in groups with. Yeah. Um, You know, some are working better than others and then there's some weird shit. And then there's, of course, the faction who are like, why are we fucking doing this at all, et cetera, because they can't do math.
4: Hmm.
3: So like that's kind of the vision I'm seeing. So it starts with this big argument and then there's like sort of the montage or uh, maybe like a a single camera type uh, long, long uh, shot. Thing, yep,
4: yep, uh, yep
3: just sort of weaving through the crowd uh, uh, to as as they are going through this.
1: That's always a fun scene, I yeah. think.
3: And also, you—I mean—you can repeat this kind of imagery earlier because you were talking about like how to get that information out. You're talking about in terms of a book, and that's where you have to kind of make some decisions about how you're going to start your story. But if it was in film, and I would suggest in a mini series, not a movie. Uh, uh, you can do things like have everybody on the ship and you know you're thinking oh this is like a cruise we're figuring that out and then in the background you're seeing these little snippets of of like oh shit like
2: that's the world building going on behind it
1: yeah yeah I think it could be fun
2: yeah uh not to interrupt (laughs) what but just so everyone is aware I'm right wow in the greatest show on earth which is the (gasps) movie I think we called it the greatest showman earlier
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. Uh,
2: Jimmy Stewart plays Buttons the Clown, who never Stewart. appears uh, without his uh makeup on because he's actually a doctor who uh quote unquote mercy killed his wife. Uh she was probably dying of something, which was, you know, illegal. Uh and mm-hmm. considered murder. And so that's what happened. He gets caught because he, you know, performs first aid and saves someone else's life. Yeah. And that and, and that's it reveals his identity because he's a doctor. So, yeah, because anyway. there's no clowns who know how to fucking rap something. But go on. Well, he does a blood transfusion uh, on the spot.
3: Anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he's a damn good doctor. But it, yeah, something like that. So, of course, you have to have, like, the, you know, the one guy who had to be on on tech is the one who, you know, for instance, happens to know the mating cycles of cicadas.
1: <laughs> I mean, that that's entirely possible. You'd have, like, one of the guests be, like, well-versed in this stuff. I mean... People go on cruises for fun all the time. It happens.
2: You never know when there's a random uh, biologist around.
1: Oh, random Here's biologists are the best.
2: Here's the other thing. What if
3: our story starts and, and you, the author, know that there's these, you know, halcadas out there. Yep. Audience doesn't. And neither does the cruise. What they do know is that they're getting some really fucking weird messages from land. Cause that, there's constant radio traffic, right? Yeah, uh, and they're getting messages from like other ships, and things are going silent, and they're like they're getting weird news about it, and none of it's making a lot of sense. And th- there's like the maybe we shouldn't go. To, how long can we avoid going to until we know what's going on? Okay. Mm. Uh, and so that brings in the the vibe of people being like, "Is this really serious? Come on, now. I don't need to wear a mask. I mean, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> um." So text so, is rapidly becoming text. <laughs> the- so you have that, but then you can have the creepy like 40 minutes in situation where, you know, the, it's not that the bugs are afraid of water. They just haven't gotten there yet. Mm. Mm. So you have like one little guy come up and he's like, Oh, what's going on with that? Audience doesn't know, except that the camera's lingering. So they're having a concern. Uh, and, and Ping's, somebody somebody i mean if you want to be terrible the dog dies you yeah, know ping no. somebody oh you're not gonna pull a thing okay uh uh then well
1: just because dogs don't go on cruise ships
3: uh-huh okay um, <laughs> uh, random joe nobody okay or you could kill a child make it real serious like the quiet place one uh-huh so uh, uh, you basically have the bug, and then and then uh, frankly we get you know we get a bite, and we're like oh that's weird, uh, it's, it's probably not good, but the audience doesn't realize how not good until later. Uh, you know people are like where's Bob, and uh, they open a door and oh, explodey brains, uh, and they can close it real quick because it's a bulkhead. I've decided, but it also uh, one now the ticking time bomb situation has become more ticky. Two, yeah, maybe Bob was in one of their storage areas so. Whatever they had planned, theirs fucked. Except the, um,
1: yeah, the, Go on. the challenge. The reason why I wanted it at some sort of port of call first mm-hmm. is that if it was a full cruise ship full of like people, mm-hmm. that expends the resources way Rude. way too quickly. Yeah, and I want to have a lot of people die off early on in the story. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, hell yeah.
1: Um, mm. Just the chaos like, – because I, I, I'm I a sucker for the early chaotic moment where nobody knows what the hell's going on.
3: Oh, so you were probably really into that scene from episode three of Loki.
1: I mean, so yes. So like that was great. Yeah. Nice. I mean, no, it's a fun scene. It's like, what the heck's going on? We're just trying to survive. hmm And things we don't know are happening and – you just gotta think on your feet and go go go, mm,
2: mm. go baby go, go go. Also,
1: also, I'm I'm thinking uh, as far as a POV character. Uh, mm-hmm. This is something I forgot to mention earlier. I was thinking that uh, this was basically the character's last. Uh, oh no! Last cruise, and so he was like gonna be going off and doing a real job elsewhere. Like
4: I'm getting too thinking- old for this shit.
1: <laughs> Well just this, 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 I was thinking like it was the ship's doctor or ship's medic or something and is going off to do real medical school or something well, what if uh, it's like
3: uh what if it's like our friend who like it's a contract job, yeah, you know
1: Yeah, contract's done, and you know living in steerage was fun with four other people in a closet sized room, but you know what time to go and uh take that money I've been saving and go elsewhere.
3: Yeah, fuck yeah.
1: And to that end, that might mean that this character has a raven around his head uh, flying around mm. there. Just because it's the last cruise.
3: Listen, he's always wanted to to do something great. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it, it wasn't here. He's done a lot of good here. But he's always wondered if there was maybe something bigger out there for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. You want to adventure in the Great Wide somewhere? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe some something out there. He wanted <laughs> he wanted to do medical stuff to help save lives. And turns out, working on a, a, a cruise ship, like you're this. mostly dealing with norovirus. And that's just not fun. Because then Shocker, you Shocker, most
3: medical stuff is not that fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, again, this character is still relatively early on in their career. I. I just think it might also be useful to have a character who knows medical stuff to be like, that shit's
2: fucked. Brains aren't <laughs> normally supposed to explode like that. Well, also like
3: What's your medical opinion? Uh well, not good. <laughs> not good.
1: See that spot there, that's where the brain usually goes.
3: <laughs> you're not a real doctor. I'm like, well he Yeah, you know, where is the real doctor? I'm like, uh, you're looking at him. And him, and him, and him, all over, all over the deck. All Ah. over the deck. So, uh, got a bit of him on your shirt there.
0: (laughs) Um, So I think that
3: I am currently the medical authority. And
0: it's my medical opinion that your uh, brain should remain on the inside. On
3: the inside. Just about Generally, generally, generally. I'm getting a vibe of done with everyone's shit part of the reason why he's ready to leave customers are the fucking worst right yep yeah this close or possibly tipped onto the other side of burnout in terms of medical stuff, emergency medical yeah
1: yep yep yep. it's a
3: different it's a different vibe it's a different vibe
1: are we gonna um, have a character arc in this
3: what um and then also frankly i i want some i want some sass i want you know that kind of you know oh that vibe where someone's like, uh, "Uh, let me talk to your manager," and so, like leans forward, like,
1: "I am the manager." Look at me, look at me, I am the manager. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I what if that vibe? <laughs> what if it's a young Doctor McCoy?
1: Oh shit!
3: <laughs> oh my god, he never liked cruises. No, oh. he fucking
1: hates the ocean. It's the one job that he could get that would pay the bills adequately, or maybe mm-hmm. got kicked out of the house. Who knows?
4: Listen, I mean, it's
3: good money for a short time. He doesn't have to put up for it for long, and mostly it's just norovirus,
2: right, Bren? Right. Right. I, in in the Star Trek reboot movie, Bones goes to space because uh, he recently got divorced from his wife. And oh. listen, bitch needs money. Uh, for, I believe his, his line is, uh, she took the whole planet in the divorce. Which I love
0: huh. no, 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 no. I should it's she took the whole damn planet into the dwars divorce. Divorce. Yeah. Divorce. Divorce. divorce
3: thank oh, you, well. thank you Carl Urban's <laughs> accent
1: <laughs>
3: um I need to rewatch,
2: uh, I, need to re-watch.
1: I, I like having this character be salty. I hadn't really thought about that before
3: i i I need it now. Selfies, you know what? Like Salty the
1: competence.
3: <laughs> Salty co- Oh my god. You know what? That's a little bit, uh, also bringing back, uh, what's his head? That's a little bit Evil Dead 3 too. Yeah. He's had his fucking hand chopped off. He's going to different, you, like, evil books. He's done.
1: He's and done he's with this. probably one, of, because of the aforementioned, uh, divorce, uh, <laughs> probably one of the few crew members that hasn't gotten tangled up in a, romantic entanglements as young people are oh,
2: yeah. often Fuck want that. to do mm. oh
1: yeah
3: okay i hate to say he could probably use dad line he went to see to forget
1: yeah oh, oh. and then people are
3: like oh, forget and then he does the i've forgotten exactly what but we all know we all know he's gonna <laughs> reveal it like in act three
1: of course yeah oh to
3: somebody possibly a dead to be uh, based on the character possibly a dead exploded brain like, you know, not a real person, just to somebody who has just exploded. And he's like, well, fuck.
2: <laughs> this is just like you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, to be honest,
2: I like you better this oh, way.
1: <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, it's like the asshole chief, the chief of security.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> like,
3: they've worked together. They've had to work together. But, like, honestly, first time he's shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, I don't know what kind of uh, plot revelation happens over the course of that autopsy scene, but it needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe like the key card that the asshole character had on in the entire time, and it's like I don't know contraband.
2: <laughs> He's had the MacGuffin the whole time. He could have been. Oh my oh, god! Because nah. you know. <laughs>
1: Maybe maybe I'm coming around to like finding some way at the end of the book to at least deal with the Helkadas because we don't want to have like the ultimate bleak note at the end of the story. Like, yep, humanity's screwed. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Which
3: again brings back the like the the first uh uh first a quiet place. Um, you know the, the, the yeah. Suddenly they're like, oh shit, we have a potential solution. It doesn't say that it's going to work for everybody, but at least there's like a glimmer of hope.
1: It's probably not going to scale, but it's something. Yeah,
3: which, to be fair, is the point of the second movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: not as much as it could have been, but that's a whole different discussion. Wah, wah. And for a future episode, no,
2: nah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it'll uh, be
2: you and your microphone. I think.
1: <laughs> wait, so how how do we deal with Hellcate? Because as the author, I'd have to oh, know. You have to know.
3: Oh yeah, you have to know.
1: Because that informs every single action scene beforehand. Because they can't accidentally stumble on the solution beforehand.
3: I mean, I don't want to be a dick about this, but cicadas don't live that long. They don't. Like, yeah, they do some wild damage, but so like unless you know that's what's going on, like it's terrifying. It's true. So what if they just like fucking die? And then you have like now you have to deal with like everyone's like oh shit now we have to deal with like the post-apocalyptic world. And the fact that these fuckers are still down there.
1: And they could come back at any time. Because we don't
3: know what what the trigger was. We still don't know. Oh, Because, yeah, cicadas 17 years, but cicadas? We don't know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And helicadas, I mean, it could have been anything. It could have been- It could be the
3: heat. What? It could be mm, global warming. What? What? What?
1: What? What? We melted something in the global uh, polar ice caps that we shouldn't have- what? Wait, the Helkada the
0: were, were in the a permafrost? Oh, yes. but you get back
3: to the thing. <laughs> Y'all, the- maybe the true Hilkatas are the friends we made along the way. It's true. Meanwhile, our main character sitting in the corner being like fucking nut.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean hell, maybe maybe like the autopsy scene he's just like observing the larva, like their actual behavior like in a controlled environment. Like he's wearing like a full-on hazmat suit, not taking a chance and then sees it actually like burrow into the ground or something anyway go on
3: no no uh i I love that concept but he is a medic so i want him not in a hazmat suit i want him on the other side of the fucking boat watching on a screen and somebody comes up and's like shouldn't you be in there really observing and he's like and add one more patient i think not
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm a doctor not an idiot (laughs) (laughs)
3: be like you're not a doctor either. He's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's like I that means I doubly don't have to be there. Thank you and good night. This is a guy who is a hero against his will. He's he hit that hero's journey portion and never got past.
1: But again, never- I think I think by the end needs to be heroic cuz that's why as the that's why as the audience member we're a al- or as the reader we're along mm-hmm. for the ride is like uh I remember uh, reading a book recently, and uh, it it was uh, the first Stormlight Archives book, and as the reader, I know full well that this main character is going to do the heroic thing. He's (laughs) complaining about it the entire time, and he's like, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, I'm being surly, I'm being angsty. And meanwhile, I'm just kind of sitting there with like my imaginary glass of scotch going like, yeah, you're gonna do it.
3: Oh my god, it's like go en- do like- the,
1: be a damn hero.
3: <laughs> oh Pippin, it's like enemies to lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see that tag, they're like, well, we hate each other. We hit. you're just waiting for one of them to go, oh. oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's about the oh.
3: It's about the oh. Um But no. but Brent, I see what you're saying. I-, I like the idea of for me, I like the idea of the preponderance of opportunity for him to be a hero to be so overwhelming that he's like i gotta f- i guess i gotta fucking do it because <laughs> he's not evil but when, he's burned when out he, he's burned out but when the overwhelming possibility for him to pull a heroic act comes out he's not gonna say no because he's not evil but he is gonna be very sad and tired that he has to do it
0: he's gonna do complain mind, the, the entire time. time yeah do i'm a a doctor, not a hero.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, really, is no one else going to step up and solve this? Really, really? 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 Fucking fine. <laughs> I don't get paid enough.
1: Rich that- dude, you've been wanting to be like a warlord this entire goddamn time. You're not going to step up to the plate, really? Or worse, you you're trying to step up to the plate, but I I can tell it's going to be bad. Fuck! God <laughs>
3: damn
2: it!
0: <laughs> I'm not paid enough for this. Well. We're not paid a- at all anymore. Exactly.
2: <laughs> oh man. Oh.
3: Alright. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I'm really into this now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Come As on. always. We got hell bugs. We got competence porn. We got boats. We've, we've
2: got we've got bones. Yeah. We've got fippy floppies. We've got our Pashmina themed Afghan <laughs> 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 th- our nautical themed Pashmina Afghan uh we've got our swim trunks do we have t-pain yeah
1: oh yeah t-pain's there come on yeah.
2: he never shows up on screen but he's know. there he's there in his heart
1: look he's playing poker with the uh, the lounge lizard that we do know
2: yes
4: <laughs> ah okay yeah. okay
3: um okay so brian i gotta ask you here, yeah. here, let's let's transition gracefully what what <laughs> i know it's so not like us um you
2: can't make me do that i refuse I will uh, so, transition ungratefully. I think you've accomplished that. Um, yeah. So,
3: Bren, we, we've mm-hmm. offered you a, a bunch of different options here, particularly in terms of, I would think, uh, medium. Mm-hmm. What's we, We've gone through all this. What's your final vibe so far? <laughs> your final vibe so far is a great <laughs> phrase. Gone. on. Um, vibe check. As as of this moment, what are you vibing with?
1: Like, in terms of media?
3: In terms of anything, in terms of where your story's going, in terms of how you want to tell it, okay. Uh, as, as as opposed to what you provided us in the get go. Uh,
1: the way I'm seeing it is a book first and foremost, right? Uh, could be a series. I mean, you know, have to deal with the post-apocalypse afterwards. That's going to be fun because not all the cicadas are gone. Uh, I mean, and some of course, become cicadas. Some, yes. <laughs> uh, for this story though. I'm liking the initial bit of chaos, like as, uh, maybe a -a protocol was happening, haha. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you get a whole lot of people dying with buggy, explodey death because I want that. I want that to be the stakes, the external stakes to start with.
4: And then
1: we have, uh, the fun and games of Trying to survive on this cruise ship and you have the competent people and you have all the incompetent hangers on that are just going to be making it harder for everybody due to preconceived notions. I mean, hell, we could even work in, uh, toxic masculinity bad. Ooh. Um, we, we can play with that. I think a lot more than just demon cicadas, uh, <laughs> uh at play here I think that's what always the that
3: what is their metaphor what 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 do they represent,
1: backstory. They, represent backstory they rep they represent cicadas yes uh, <laughs> we're always terrified of cicadas that's it's the l- listen the curtain is blue <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that's what will open on Broadway
1: yes <laughs> uh I mean we, we could try and work in the, uh, climate change metaphor here, uh, pretty easily. Yeah. At this point, melted. the subtext,
3: as Pippin was saying, the subtext is rapidly becoming text.
1: Weird, right? How's, ca- mm. how's the West Coast doing? Oh,
3: how's that town in
1: oh. Columbia doing?
4: Yeah.
3: Oh. Oh, oh, look, downer warning, everybody. Let's add that to the content tags.
1: Woof. Uh, so, so We managed I think, to
3: avoid it through all of quarantine, and yet now we're like, ah,
1: uh-huh. sorry, go on. Uh, sorry. Not sorry. Uh, but, so I, I just want to have competent people doing competent things despite the external pressure of uh, Helcadas and the internal pressures of stupid power balance bullshit.
3: Yeah. Mm. Oh, plus the practicalities of ship life.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's 100 percent. And we could have some light science fictiony fun of figuring out how to do farming on a cruise ship, because <clears throat> I think that can be fun. That was just like a visual that I had in my mind of like somebody like on one of the early uh, or maybe mid sequence uh, acts of daring do doing a land raid where a group of people basically. Go and pillage like farm supplies from land. Like they get a speedboat. They're covered head to toe in like Kevlar that they looted from the ship's armory over the objections of the, uh, the asshole security guard. I, I just think that could have some, some high stakes fun in the midsection as they realize that they need to do something more long term about the food because as time goes on, they are realizing that they're not going to have a safe place to go to for a while. And maybe mm. maybe they have like that kind of pipe dream plan of hey, if we got adequate supplies, we could go over to an island over here. Island's fucked. Um <laughs> and maybe that's maybe that's like the part one uh goal that they're trying to do is like they have adequate supplies to make it over to Bermuda or something. Is sufficiently out there in the ocean and be okay you know mm. i don't know but that's this one vibe that i'm feeling and then, of, of course sudden. the
3: sequel is uh they arrive on the island and they're fucked
1: oh yeah oh
3: yeah they, they, they figured out the math to make it to the island right oh yeah and then they get there and it's like oh this is this is not going to work long term hmm. <laughs> so now they're, they're running around the island trying to like desperately restock <laughs> while not mm-hmm. dying.
1: Yes. I, we Great can have so much movie. fun. Great fun so second second sto- with us.
3: Second book. Sorry. Great second book. Love second it. Second
1: season of the TV series, I Hell mean. Oh
3: yeah. I mean, there's so much. There's so much you can do. And frankly, if you pull some shenanigans uh that you can do now with like streaming shows, uh where like uh, uh you could have like an entirely separate set of fucking characters but shared universe. Oh yeah. So like w- uh, you know, like where's the the bunker and uh, the bunker of scientists in antarctica.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Where they're like, "Well,
1: we're okay.
2: We're okay um, for the short term." <laughs> for once it isn't us. <laughs> the permafrost is pretty good for now.
3: Um um maybe we should do something to help.
1: <laughs> good news everyone, we cut off CO2 emissions. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, you can have so much fun with that, I think. And then you could have, like, cross-character pollina- uh, pollination as uh, time goes on in this universe.
2: Is that what they're calling it, these days? Hmm.
1: Yes. <laughs> Man, now I'm almost not wanting this Doctor character to die.
3: Oh, no. I, as I was talking, I'm like, no. Brendan may want him to die, but he's gonna live. He's gonna live because he's too full of salt to die.
1: Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's like,
3: he, oh, my God. He's... He's preserved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because of his saltiness. Yes. <laughs> uh, have
3: you ever heard there's, there's a joke in a um in an Esther Friesner novel, many, many years ago, uh where uh, there's a talking cat, as one does. yeah, Uh and and the main character asks the talking cat for advice on how to get out of this terrible situation. And the cat just looks and like, I don't know. I don't get into these kind of situations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cat. Excuse you. We have no basis to understand how to fix this issue.
1: Sir, Um, you might not have noticed, but I am a cat.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, like, so that's kind of the vibe. Because, again, he's got medical training. He's not going around in a hazmat suit touching shit. He's like, "Mm, nope. Seems like a bad idea. I will be over here until
2: that scene is cleared. Thank you. (laughs) Ha. Uh, though not right now, but some other time, people should ask me my opinions about Star Trek and their uh, ability to handle hazmat situations. Listen, uh, n- I have not come across any
3: science fiction that is at all reasonable regarding hazmat. At you know, all.
1: this could be the one,
3: <gasps> Brendan. You have the chance. <laughs> you <gasps> can save us all.
1: Like with oh, bugs. Oh, like, <laughs>
4: I'm going to.
0: It seems. It seems safe. I'm going to take off my helmet now. The fuck you are. Or her. Or keep oh, that, wait. That shit is dropped off. You didn't even
2: know if there's oxygen.
1: <laughs> is there air?
2: Seems okay.
1: <laughs> it's okay to be sure.
3: Galaxy Quest did address this slightly. Thank you, yeah. Galaxy Quest. You're better than all of us.
2: The best Star Trek movie.
3: <laughs> the best. What I love is that after Star Trek actors have actually seen it, they're like, no, yeah. Okay. Yep. Legit. We get it. Yep. Because I think Patrick Stewart was afraid that it was going to be making fun of of Star Trek, and he was unhappy about it. And then, like, some of the other actors, like Jonathan Frazier, was like, no, 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 you don't understand. You gotta. <laughs> and then he watched it, he's like, oh! Oh, I they get yes, it. This is, good. this is good. Okay, this is fine. Should we watch Galaxy Quest? Yeah, I literally just realized that uh, the kid in Galaxy Quest, the one that helps them, mm-hmm. like, is fucking Jason, whatever, or, uh, Jason Long. I think so. Mm. No, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God.
1: But do you know the character's name?
3: No. Brendan. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're very pleased with yourself. I uh. am.
1: Us Brendons look out for each other.
3: Hell, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it was bad. Justin Long, not Jason Long. Anyway. Uh. uh, But the point is, good for him for continuing to have a career. He was charming in that. Oh, yeah. So, Brendan, I'm loving this. You gonna write it?
1: <laughs> you, gonna
3: write, you gonna write the thing, Bren? Write the thing, Bren
1: i think we always say we will
3: yeah kind of like
1: i'll (laughs) I'll write it after pippin writes uh frenemies and
3: (laughs)
2: i'm writing it after alex gives me a fop
0: and i'll write mine after
3: Uh uh-huh try it
0: after
3: try it i am writing my book there's a (laughs) deadline
1: (laughs) Alex nervously start- laughs. laughs.
3: Start that fucking domino, Brett. Alex, start it. Wait, uh, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Who was going to write... Uh-oh. Read the fucking manual?
2: God damn it! Uh, ooh, I believe Kat said she would. Because <laughs> it's my idea. Fuck. Aha. I don't even remember
3: the plot of that god goddam- I'm going to have to re... Guys, I'm going to have to re-listen to episode... Fill in the blank here... Of No Story is Sacred... <laughs> One of our it's very like early episodes. Episode
1: two or three.
3: <laughs> yep. In oh. order to, oh, we've still never gotten better than the,
2: the title game. Yeah, I know. We peaked there. It's all been downhill since then.
3: <laughs> honestly, like, that, that, that game was what we're like, oh, yeah, we can make a
2: podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, that game was why we think we can come up with titles. Oh, Jesus. We were so we think you can.
1: <laughs> well,
2: but you uh, know what? That,
3: go on.
1: Well, uh, I was gonna this transition is, this again. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> because speaking of titles, uh, I already made a title for this. So mm-hmm. I think title game is not appropriate for this story. As if appropriate ever stopped us. <laughs>
3: we could try um, a, a character who would be king. We've already identified Salty Boy. But that's the thing. Surely,
1: yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> character that would be
1: king. <laughs> I want you guys to come up with fun characters that would be on this cruise adventure.
2: The librarian.
3: The librarian! You have to say it like librarian. that, like, a, what's her head in The Mummy.
1: I
2: am a librarian.
1: Okay, so what's her Best deal? Best
2: reading of that line. Uh, well, ugh, as I resettled in my chair. Hell
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, she's the on-ship librarian, and to be fair, I do not know anything about the sort of connection, uh, a cruise library would have. Probably a lot of fiction. Make it up. Uh.
1: Well, here's the thing, Pip. I mean, your librarian, she has all the standard, like you know, beach read nonsense that the uh, the uh, majority of the passengers would want. But you know, crew members need some fun things to read, and her idea of fun could be weird.
2: Uh, well, I do know that there's a ton of James Patterson novels. Huh. Oh, there's gotta uh, be because that's just what are in libraries. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's probably some old manuals. Yep. There's uh, shitty books that the captain donated. Oh yeah. Oh, and I'll,
3: don't forget all the lost books—the books that were left behind by uh, previous. Yeah. Just do accession those. What?
2: Those aren't the libraries. That's lost and found.
3: Damn it! Uh, but hey, but you knew where they were.
0: The uh,
3: the the answer is not in the library. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, but in the terms of assets. What do we have in terms of this? And then you're like, oh, and then of course, oh, I guess there's there's the stuff in Lost and Found, like, it brings us to a whole new scene. Yeah, it's true.
0: There's also the uh, what's the uh, word for when someone donates a large collection so that they can and the and get their name put on a plaque, an yeah. endowment. Yeah. There's an endowment from a well from a wealthy someone say someone say eccentric uh investor of the huh. of the cruise usine.
1: i like it
2: mm-hmm. uh also i t oh
4: <laughs> <laughs> who
2: has the fucking wi fi password <gasps>
1: <laughs> oh but then you have the ca- the passengers complaining about the wi fi not working uh later on in the story it's like I can't help it. Everything's That's what down. made me think
2: about it because everyone's asking the librarian.
1: <laughs> it could just
2: uh, says the
0: "server not found." Yeah, because <laughs> all the servers are gone. <laughs> they they ran as long as the uh, as the power her uh, last it lasted. So you know, there's a sign of how lo-
1: of how long we've been out here, huh?
4: <laughs> Oof.
1: Okay, okay. So we have, from Pippin, the librarian, and bonus, the IT guy.
3: Oh, is that... I thought that was Alex piggybacking to get the IT guy.
1: No, I,
0: I was just, just, uh... Speculating?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can have some more characters. I think this is there's room for uh, pl- plenty of members of this ensemble cast. Right? Yeah. Well, in order for
0: them to sustain themselves on, on a boat, they're going to need... You know, expert like there's going to be you know, at least a few scientists on on there, and you know who's going to be with those science scientists,
1: the billionaire tech bro. Oh no! <laughs> I was thinking the graduate
2: student, but okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I could see like a scientist bring, like treating his uh graduate students and postdocs to like a cruise for fun, like being really nice or something. I don't know. Mm. It's like congratulations, you graduated.
0: No, with the billionaire tech bro, he brought his scientist this along for you know fun team. All the in which none of them want hunted be
1: beyond <gasps> this cruise. Oh just-
4: my god, <laughs> Al, yeah. Al,
1: Al, Al. Does the billionaire tech bro have his own helicopter on the upper deck? Oh, you know it as an asset, and they're being dicks and not. uh Letting people like fly it because he's the only one who can fly it, obviously. Hint, he's not the only one who can fly it.
2: No.
4: Oh,
1: that's another yeah. asset.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Fuck yeah.
1: And of course, he
0: since he's a billionaire tech bro, he thinks he has all the answers and tries to be the one in charge.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a source Ugh. of, that's an easy source of conflict early on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the captain, yo
0: keeps him at bay by going, I'm the goddamn cap- captain. Uh, I'm in charge. Until the captain, and eventually he, he gets exploded. Because that's... Oh, yeah. Hell
3: yeah.
1: A friend, uh, it's the captain. It's, it's, uh, they're going to get We're oh, to
3: get rid of the captain. Captain's got to go.
1: I mean, hell, the captain could be like one of the early casualties. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it's just like the first mate. And so you have the uh, conflict between the first mate and this billionaire tech bro. It's like, you're not the captain. Neither are you. oh nice yeah
0: Yeah. and of course you can you can do what it's a billionaire tech bro what you will well you know he can have a redemption arc or he he can keep on being the the human antagonist throughout the entire thing
1: i mean if he keeps on being an antagonist throughout the entire thing you know that he's getting exploded due to his own hubris at the end
0: oh yeah because he
1: he's like i'm
0: taking my helicopter and leaving
4: Oh, uh-huh.
1: then there's a a, a in the uh, the the, yeah. the little pile, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, pile guys. What, what the if Agrafton? there's
3: more than one? What if? Oh, what if they've been quietly hanging out in there? There's and a... it
2: swarms him.
0: Oh. No. or a helceta queen.
2: <gasps> <laughs> fuck this guy in particular is what we're saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, with the death of the billionaire tech bro, finding the solution to the helceta problem. <laughs> It's like, oh well, we God. found a Helcata queen and turns out, uh by doing Fucking something like that, yeah, that, that. Yeah, that the calms helicopter the helicopter
3: falls, explodes, and it gets in the water and she drowns. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so
1: it's uh, not and then a... suddenly
3: all the drones are like, Well the fuck do we do now?
1: And they 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 fuck off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they all die. <laughs> That's is this
1: a metaphor for something else now? <laughs> Probably.
3: Um all right, so you got your tech bro. Is it my turn? Yep. Ah yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. You know what? Uh, I happen to like, I, I'm gonna pull a little bit of the the idea behind what Eric Flint was trying with 1632. Um. The idea that you know, you don't have to be college educated, you don't have to be from the north, you don't have to, you know, any of those markers of like, oh, not dumb southerners to be the heroes and know what the fuck to do. I would like to have one of those families that like has clearly saved up. And this is like their big trip. Oh um they're all wearing like shitty weird Americana shit, not because necessarily they believe in it, but because that's what's cheap to buy from Walmart okay <laughs> mm, you know maybe it's a family, maybe it's not I don't fucking know the point is they're they're not from around here um this is not their norm <laughs> um but it turns out I don't know what it is yet, but they've got a fucking skill set maybe I don't know, maybe they're a butcher, you know, maybe that's gonna be real important.
1: You, you were saying, like, this family, and I was thinking about uh, Wendy and her family from uh, Gravity Falls.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like, they, they've got skills. It's a weird skill set. It's a very rural skill set. I don't know what it is yet.
1: You know, they could be expert carpenters.
3: Yeah. Like, something weird, you know? Like, oh, fuck, maybe they own a hardware store. Ah. You know? And like they don't have the equipment with them, but they sure as shit know how much you need like they they know enough to be able to like recommend what you need to build shit. Yeah. You know?
1: Like they know uh about how much uh supplies you'd need to get that much dirt on board. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I mean Oh my god, what if we what if it was a contract? Not a contractor, but like a home inspector. <laughs> uh. Oh, (laughs) you know what, though? Okay, actually, I'm going to go with that. Like one of those small town home inspectors. Right. But the thing is, what home inspectors do, aside from keeping, frankly, a large amount of really random legal information in their heads, is as they are trained to look at a situation and find the weak spots Mm. and then report it accurately. That's their whole job.
1: And not be easily uh, intimidated by like Uh fuckery.
3: So, like, what if, what if, you know, one of these guys, it, it, what if the, the home inspector, uh, is on the side of our salty medic huh. as part of the, no, we gotta look at, you know, he may not be able to identify assets, but he sure as shit can identify the, uh, not assets, the, the other one, the opposite one.
1: Liabilities? <laughs>
3: the we, yeah, the liabilities. Um, huh. like, he's a professional, poker of holes into solutions
1: <laughs> like uh i just spoke with engineering and uh it's gonna get bad there soon enough turns well, out
3: and, well and then oh. you have people like the tech bro being an asshole being like well what do you know you're not you know you don't have a degree you don't have this etc and so forth you know i i'm a solution maker you're you just it's and it's like no man you gotta have all of it you know there's value in that
1: you know here's the quest
3: Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. For the
1: later part of the story, if they want to try and uh, get to the Island of Hope or whatever, Uh uh, like this home inspector finds one massive problem. And that's like if they try to run out to like the deep ocean on this engine, (laughs) they'll burn out on like any kind of rough sea, like first thing. It's like this this ship is meant to be like cruising along like a mile away from shore. And that's it.
3: I really like the idea that like one of his str- there I don't really care which uh yeah. how we decided to do that, um but one of their strong points is like, yeah, they are people who can identify like well what are the weak spots and then can identify who to go to talk to to find out
2: also you know a skill
3: yeah, so like they're like, you know what? this seems like when you can sort of feel the edge of an issue, like you yourself are not skilled in that, but you know where to find the people who are. So you're like, well, you know what? This is normally a ship that does this, but we're asking you to do that. Is that going to be a problem? Let me go ask XYZ. Who would possibly know about this? I bet the engineers know. Let me go ask one of them. Yeah. You know, and yeah. gathers that information and is able to parse it, collate it, and then give it back to other people in a useful manner.
4: Mm, that is collation. such an important
3: fucking skill. But it's one of those things that I I, I think is considered blue-collar because america's and capitalism is stupid yep there is no unskilled labor
1: (laughs) (laughs) you Um, know as we talk about this like mm -hmm. the engineering decks and they came in does this mean we'll have to write our ship's engineer friend into the story somehow (laughs)
3: yes (laughs) come now (laughs) obviously um but no i'm i'm really uh, now i'm really invested in this in in this home inspector the home Uh inspector
1: Maybe that, that's the character They're that has the, one the who dies. yeah, that they have the surprise yep. vulture. They take the vulture away from <gasps> our yes. salty, uh, medic. Oh,
3: the, oh my God. It makes the salty medic care.
1: Yes. <gasps> oh, because they are the only ones that they, they, they've been connecting with this entire time, like yes, in this kind of dry the salty. Way. Person. Yes. <laughs> like maybe, maybe also bring in the librarian for reasonable people, but like
2: yeah.
1: weird, uh, no, they were, like, genuine friends, like, son of a bitch.
2: Like They went to high school together, uh, they lost contact, this is the first time they've seen each other. Oh, so. I was going to be like, all customers are
3: assholes, but maybe he's less of one.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: that was the vibe I got.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, like, I like the
3: idea of developing a friendship in the middle of this bullshit.
1: Oh, yeah, that I, I'm, I'm here for that. Because I think that is one of those things that would be a nice takeaway message is, hey, even in dire situations, we can make good connect. things out of it
3: we can connect um and, and it and, doesn't and, have to be
1: romantic i mean come on yeah
3: yeah a i think i think the home inspector needs to have a spouse um and then the spouse is off doing something like maybe because you know in small families everybody's got to hustle right yeah uh in, in in you know poor rural stuff so maybe they're the ones who know how to take apart a pig oh yeah you know
1: <laughs> knows the ins and outs of preserving vegetables
3: Hell yeah. yeah. Oh my god, they're making that dollar stretch, right? Oh yeah. You're buying the Walmart clothes, but, you know, there's the community gardens, everybody's bringing zucchini to church. Yeah. <laughs> in zucchini season, and there's a way to preserve that, and frankly, when you don't have the money, that's, you know, because home inspection, again, is also seasonal work.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows how to, uh, can things.
1: Yep.
3: Oh, she's also a school librarian. I want the librarian to have a friend.
2: Ah.
1: Aw. Oh, they can connect about books. It'll be cute.
3: And then, then when uh, the home inspector dies, then there's a shoulder to cry on. Because I also don't want the wife to end up with our salty boy.
1: No, 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 no. no I, I don't mean, want the that. librarian's right there.
3: Yeah, of course, the librarian's right there. That, they're <laughs> going to end up together. Um, it's going to turn into a real, like, uh, Ruth and whatever situation from from the Bible. It's like, oh, is it gay? Is it not gay? Is it just love? Yes. Aw. Is it just pure undying devotion because everything's terrible? Yes. Aw. Yeah. Like, one of those things where just everybody's got, you, you got, like, eight different hats on. Hell yeah. So, and fuck it, maybe he's a volunteer fireman, so that's, like, another thing that, like, on the off-season.
1: Yeah. Mm.
3: And so that's another way where he and, and uh, Medic Guy can vibe, except that they also have a friendly rivalry. Because <laughs> firemen, you know?
2: Of course, of course.
3: So that's fun without him being a fucking cop
1: boom
2: yeah fuck that this is a cop free zone
3: hell yeah security gets eaten real early by the cicadas
2: of course well (laughs) they they
1: wanted to be all tough and try and shoot them or something i don't know
3: yes yes they tried bullets on the cicadas (laughs) we tried bullets they didn't work meanwhile our salty boys in the background being like no shit sherlock
0: they're about an inch wide. What you? What were you expecting?
1: <laughs> Does our salty boy medic quit smoking halfway through the story? <laughs> well, so, oh my god!
0: Please tell me that in the uh, supply closet there is just cartons of cigarettes. I'm going to he tell have you. Quit. <laughs> I'm going to tell <laughs> Go you on. that that there uh, that this is full of cigarettes, and now uh, I'm going going to tell you that that was a lie.
3: Oh my god! I want him to have just quit
0: oh, in preparation,
3: yeah. in preparation for going back on mainland. Like yep. like, you know, this is a habit I started on shipboard, but it's not something I want to keep up. You know, it's expensive, and yeah, you know, I want to be able to no, no, we're, I'm, I'm going to start going cold turkey right now. Uh, and then and the fucking, fucking end apocalypse. of the world, and and <laughs> the quartermaster's there, and he's like, "What are our assets? What are our fucking assets? <laughs> there better be fucking Marlboros in there." Uh. Like, uh, we got Virginia Slims. I will take them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs>
3: They're mental. Like, I don't fucking care.
1: <laughs> but then, you know, as, as that could be like an external, like an external, uh, it's a running gag, but also just like an external indicator of the character, uh, dropping off toxic, uh, feelings and behaviors mm. and all that.
3: It's a oh, metaphor. Oh my God. Oh my God. Guys, depending on when the home inspector kicks it. The home inspector did smoke. Ah, and he had a pack on him, and our hero, our salty boy, is like, "Oh, at last I can get sick. And he takes out the pack, and there's like a few left. He just looks at it and he doesn't smoke any of them.
1: <sighs> Puts them right back in the pocket.
3: <laughs> Puts them. Ra- oh my god! Puts them right back in the pocket, you guys. Or better, <laughs> frankly, the the librarian slash butcher probably also, just uh, yeah, slash yeah. canner probably also smokes. So it's like you know. Okay, here you go. And then <laughs> Don't says something like, Yeah, it like gives it, it says something like, Don't know how much longer they'll last. She's like, I was always meant to quit. He's like, Me too. And ah. then they go their separate ways. And maybe she gets to keep them and not smoke them. But the point is, it's a, it's a sign. It's a symbol. Yeah. But he's not fucking wasting those cigarettes. He's just not going to be the one smoking them.
1: Hmm.
3: Because, yeah. you know, a uh, I, metaphor.
1: I could go either way on the whole smoking thing because. Smoking is kind of gross in real life. Pick, your
3: vi- pick a vice. Yeah. Pick a vice.
1: It's either going to be smoking or booze.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Smoking is very gross and uh, it's extremely addictive. It, it. I would think it's a little less um, uh, 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 mentally... Impairing? Like, yeah, mentally impairing. Mm. Um. So just in terms of like acceptable horrible drugs... Yeah. To get a plot going.
1: And we're making this as a plot point just to be recovering from or something. So Yeah, it's yeah. a metaphor.
3: It's a metaphor plot point. In fact, nobody ends up smoking these cigarettes. They're just passed along.
1: Ha! Huh. It's a vice, a character, or flaw that gets overcome. Huzzah. Yes.
3: By first one, then the other.
1: Yeah, because we can't have perfect characters at the start. We gotta have metaphors mm-hmm. everywhere. Metaphors. Metaphor. All right. Uh, do we have anything else about this story?
3: No, I'm like I'm into it. I got your yeah. salty boys, you got your librarians, you got your random stage magicians, and 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 uh, <laughs> and lounge lizards. Hell yeah! You got your home inspector, and you got you got hell cicadas or cicadas, cicada cicada. And I would I would assume Seth Meyers's implicit uh, approval approval and and also frankly cameo opportunity
4: oh yeah
2: you know it's gonna fucking suck mm. <laughs> picking a cicada kind video to link in the show notes
3: oh no
1: good luck <laughs> <Pippen>. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: yeah
1: that was uh port of fall hope you guys had fun
3: <laughs> yeah also like i i feel like port of, we can add like three more puns in there in the course of the the book itself yeah. oh yeah,
0: yeah. um Hekata. <laughs> i was thinking
3: in terms of port of fall but all right but you know what great
2: show you guys uh i had a good time let's do it again sometime
3: yeah you know maybe in a a, a known quantity of weeks um <laughs> nah. uh before we go does anyone have anything to plug
1: uh i have my online improv shows still um you can check them out on the arcade comedy theater's web or, uh website as well as on youtube.com uh, I think I have one that will be happening on june twenty third as well as uh sometime in august
3: <laughs> june twenty third yeah that was last month
1: july twenty third <laughs> <laughs> just kidding just kidding just, just july twenty third
3: time is real
1: what is time anymore? oh uh and uh the 20th of august
3: oh there you go um i uh will well I, again i have a short story out from apex magazine i have my random uh micro uh the minor hours and small thoughts magazine available through patreon uh but i will also be appearing at ReaderCon, which is virtual this year so Any of our fantastic listeners could get a uh, very inexpensive uh, membership and get access to a more than a weekend's worth of fantastic panels on very interesting subjects, uh, including ones that I myself am on, but also you could just watch other people. Uh, I would suggest going uh, looking up ReaderCon. uh, It's one word. And uh, yeah, I got two panels going on about folklore motifs and content tags which happens all the time here uh so i would very much uh, uh suggest people check that out
1: cool yeah and pip same as usual just being better than other people yeah not me.
3: someday someday we're gonna get you fuckers yeah. and then you'll be sorry
0: uh we're we'll pr- we're uh promoting our not nah, uh taking any of your judgment so <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: there we
1: go hey <laughs>
3: Yeah. And on that note, as always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at NoStoryIsSacred or send an email through contact at com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippa McDonald, and Catherine Creighton. Editing and music for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolfe. Show notes and transcript are available at Sacred.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at Patreon.com slash sacred. See you next time when we talk about finally, at last, the original <laughs> Space Jam.
2: Come on and slam, and welcome to the jam. What? what? Here's the thing. I wanted to go. And that's the wrong movie. (laughs) 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 Wow. Mortal Kombat! (laughs) Is
3: that
2: that right?
1: Yeah, 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 totally.
3: Okay. Until then, we're No Story is Sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Kat. I'm Brendan. I'm Pippin. And I'm Alex. And we're
1: No No Story
3: is Sacred. sacred. (audio)